Welcome to the Investor Coaching Show, a podcast to help you get an insider's view of the financial world and escape common investment traps. We look at the financial news of the day and help you make sense of it so you can relax about money. And here's your host, Paul Winkler. You guys are cracking me up. Welcome to the Investor Coaching Show. What happened? Paul Winkler. Well, no, so, so the music starts to play, right? And and I've got this air band. I didn't think you yeah. were paying attention. I, I was totally paying attention. I was trying not to desperately. Well, you know, it's a holiday weekend, so we're in the partying spirit. You, you guys. Guys, apparently always play aerodromes. We're we're just enjoying our freedom on a gorgeous day. Yes, you know it is a good, uh, you know, Memorial Day. Thanks to all the veterans, and uh, Evan is 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 amongst them here in in the studio with us. It's a privilege. Yes, um, yeah, and blessings to the people that lost family in the service as well, which is really what we observe this weekend. Yes, uh, you know, you know, we we take that for granted, and but you know the, and I, you know, I just think about around the world, what makes capitalism work is yeah, some, and I like to reiterate this every once in a while because I think it's so important. Is some strange person to you, not strange person, but strange to you, you right. don't know this person is willing to protect your right to own property, yep, to protect your right, you know, to freedom. And to defend you, even though they don't know you from Adam, but they're willing to do that. And I think that that is a huge thing that we forget. If we look at countries around the world in which capitalism does not flourish, it is nobody protecting necessarily people's property rights. You look at different countries around the world, such as, well, India is up and coming, but you don't have that same, you have corruption. Right. And you have corruption, you know, unfortunately, you'll have it everywhere. No matter where, you're going to have bad things everywhere. But it is just something that I don't think we need to forget that our police force, military, all of these entities protect our freedoms and our rights to own property. And that's what investing is at the basic level. The idea that we know that because people say, Hey, you know, I like real estate because I can touch it, right? Yeah. And I yeah. go, well, yeah, you can touch it until somebody takes it away from you. And regardless of whether you can touch it or not, it may not be yours anymore. Right. And and I often equate that to the stock market. You know, I you have a deed that tells you you own physical property like a piece of real estate, but you have a stock certificate that tells you you own a part of a company. And that is in in its very essence, the idea of investing is, and that's why it is so important that we have those rights protected. So thank you, yeah. thank you, thank you. I, w- I would actually add something when you were yeah. when you're going over By all that. Means. We're, we're certainly as a nation, mm-hmm. we appear to, appear to be, maybe it was always this way, appear mm-hmm. to be more divided than say 50 years ago. So on any given day, sure. Half the people in this country want one particular thing to maybe go on, and the other half want a different thing to go on, different course of action. Right. But we still protect both sides. Sure. And that's what makes the market. There's somebody that wants to sell a stock or a bond or real estate in that example. Mm -hmm. There's someone that wants to buy it. Mm -hmm. Those people 
come to an agreement of, okay, what's a fair price? I mean, all of that really ends up driving, arriving at a price, and it takes freedom to do that, mm -hmm. to have the ability to negotiate. It's really pretty cool. Yeah, now you're, you're talking about dividing, uh, a country divided, and, and mm -hmm. so often it's... Le I think it's less divided than we think it is. And you know I what? agree. And I was going to say that. I don't think we're any more divided. <clears throat> I think what we have is a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week news cycle right. that no matter where you turn, you're constantly hearing the arguing back and forth and the news media creating this anger about the people. But I don't think we're any more divided. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, I think, think it's just more magnified. Yeah, there's no question. And there's a chart that I pulled up last week. I was just kind of getting ready to do something. I'm actually going to be speaking about anxiety, uh, you know, just talking about general anxiety, not even in the investing realm. It's going to be just in general. Are you nervous about it? I am very anxious. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm really not. Where are you speaking? <laughs> At church. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's actually, I'm, I'm going to be doing the sermon, uh, it, which is really kind of... Uh, yeah, yeah, that should be anxiety provoking, but it's not. <laughs> uh, but you know, but the the point that I that I am making is how engagement. You know, and one of the things I have is a really interesting chart on magazine sales. Mm -hmm. Not only, and I've talked about this before, how engagement increases when you have negative information, mm -hmm. and how people will tune in, and so on and so forth. If you have positive information, engagement goes negative. People like, oh, ah, there's nothing to protect myself against. You know, just hang up here. I don't need to listen to this because there's nothing that I need to make sure that I'm aware of, so I can protect myself yeah. from whatever eventuality may come my way. Mm -hmm. But, um, but the one thing that I thought was really interesting that I found was magazine sales, and they actually looked at the 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 temperature, so to speak, of the magazine cover. Is it, was it really kind of inflammatory? Was it scary? Uh, versus was it kind of a positive image? And you found that when the positive image was there, the magazine sales were non-existent. Interesting. They actually, yeah, it was. It was really interesting. You had to go real negative in order to get any of these magazines to fly off the shelves. So if, so if Cosmopolitan says you're okay and you have the great body style, you're just not going to buy that magazine. You're, you're to just not going that. to. There, there's <laughs> nothing you need to do. You're perfect. Uh, Billy Joel, uh, you your know, relationship's you're just the way fine. You are. You're, you're, uh, he loves you just the way you are. And, yeah. and you're all <laughs> there, There's no, nothing to see here, folks. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> So, um, speaking of interesting things, yeah, to 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 get scared about, right? <laughs> we've we got to transition to something that people are so scared about. Uh, Matt Murphy and I were on, and it ended up with a really really long interview, and it was it was a lot of fun. That was I a mean, good we, segment. We had a blast, yeah. uh, and it was really really fun being on there. But he got into a conversation. He and I got in a conversation about talking about AI, mm -hmm. artificial intelligence. He goes, don't you kind of get nervous about this? Isn't it? And I said, eh, you know, it's kind of like we're going from the Industrial Revolution where we've got physical labor being replaced by mechanical labor mm -hmm. versus mental labor that is, you know, maybe sometimes we're using our, our brains to do things that yeah, maybe a machine could do it. In some instances. And yeah. sometimes it's really bad. I mean, we're seeing some really bad stuff out of that. 
but you know, cheating on on writing papers and all of that stuff. But but uh, at the same token, it frees people up to do other things. Right. And we had done this whole thing on the show a couple weeks ago. I where I went and looked at all these different occupations that you could be in mm-hmm. that would have absolutely uh, be very little impact regarding AI impacting those lines of work. Mm-hmm. And the point that I made on the show is I says, you know, this is why, you know, when we invest, we diversify, right? We want to diversify as well in how we earn income. And we want to make sure that our knowledge, our skills, our abilities, we're constantly gaining knowledge and, and constantly making sure that we replace ourselves in, in a way mm-hmm. every five years. And you were about to say something, Ira, because you just seemed inspired there for a second. What was that? Well, I saw that smile. I was having trouble with one of my printers yesterday at the office Uh and called up and had the service technician come out. Mm -hmm. And he's taking these things apart and pulling parts out. Right. And I looked at him and said, you know, you don't have to worry about AI replacing your job. No. (laughs) No, it's so true. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and he said, no, but they're making these machines now where the consumers are going to be able to do it themselves. I'm like, I wouldn't even know where yeah, good to luck, start good luck to with find that. that streak in my paper right. and how to get rid of it. What part do I pull out? Well, it's so true. And and like Nick and I, before you guys got here, <laughs> mainly Nick, he's trying to figure out how do we work these cameras. Because we got these cameras. We're loving. We really, really want to get to the point where we're doing two camera on the radio show for, for the live stream and that, that type of thing. And for the life of, it was just like, I, and there are videos, there are all kinds of AI out there. If you want to call videos out there, instructional videos on how to make this stuff work. Right. But the reality was forget about it. It's, yeah. So now we call what we used to call YouTube. We call that AI. Uh, yeah, but that's what I'm calling it. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Was, I'm calling it a form of it, right? You know, we could go out there and look on the internet for how do you make this thing work, but the reality of it is it's, it's too complicated. There's, there's just too much. So one of the things that we, um, I, I, was, I was talking to, to Matt about, I says, yeah, I says, it's really, really interesting if you look out there at some of the things going on and how this affects the stock market. And one of the things that I ran into this week is a, an audio segment where they were talking about something that happened using AI that affected the stock market. Mm. And here it is. You ready? Okay, here we go. Move on to another issue that is certainly or potentially impacting stocks in the stock market. We had a report earlier that there was this AI generated image of smoke coming out of the Pentagon, fire, it moved the markets, the S&P 500 by three tenths of a percent. Okay, so num- number one, this is an awful lot like when the workshop that we teach. Yes. About the bombing that bomb supposedly, threat. yes, that actually took us so a far. Threat, it was a threat, a, it was a bombing. You no, know, I that, thought, that they said that, that the White House or something. It was, it was fake. Yeah. Yeah. But it was fake. But it was the bombing at the White House right. dropped the stock market just like that. But then they found out it was a fake tweet. And of course, the stock market just jumped right back up to where it was because it was it was false. In seconds. In seconds. I mean, <laughs> so, you know, the, and Matt was asking me about that. And I said, well, that's the idea, you know, market efficiency we talk about all the time. Don't tr- who is not affected by this? The person that didn't try to go and sell because of some image that they saw, right? Mm-hmm. Who is affected? <clears throat> the person that goes and does this 
and says, hey, you know, whoa, 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 wait, wait, I got to protect myself. And this doesn't have to be an image that is instantaneous. It could just be a report that inflation is, you know, out of control. It could be that the president is going to sign some bill that's going to be terrible for the stock market or whatever. Well, I think that makes what we do as investor coaches very interesting. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because some people think that when we talk about coaching over the airwaves, that what we're doing is we're inviting you to come in and we're going to show you how to do it on your own when that's actually not the case. No. In cases, what we're going to do is educate you so that you know what to look for and what to avoid. And we're there to help guide you in the proper portfolio design to just be calm and let the markets do their job. Well, and, and you look at, uh, yeah, exactly, Ira. And you look at the research from the big companies, Morningstar, um, Dalbar, lot, lots of companies do this research on investor behavior in stock markets and returns that they've gotten. And by far, it's not, you know, it, it's, it's behavior. It's, you know, how they, when they rebalance, how they rebalance, how they put the portfolios together. And that's all driven by behavior mm-hmm. that is driven by emotions and instincts and all of those things. Mm-hmm. And the reality of it is that the biggest determinant of investor success is research shows again and again is that aspect of things. And I, I love it. And I, re, I refer to this once in a while. <laughs> Jonathan, who is going to be in in the last hour, believe it or not, Woo-hoo. is actually, yes, has this thing that he always talks about. And, and he and I always talk about is when he used to be operating in our office up in the Goodlitzville office, I would walk by and I'd hear him talking to clients on the phone, right? <laughs> and I will just never forget the time I'm walking by his office and he's coaching a client to not not think about doing something or not try to pressure Jonathan into doing something that was imprudent. Right. And it was in essence, well, how do you do this? And he goes, Jonathan goes, it's easy. It's not my money. <laughs> and I, I fell over. I was like, but no, he's right. You know, the reality of it is it is super emotional when it's your money and you are going to be far more inclined to go and sabotage things when it's your money. Right. I say that all the time to clients. Do you? That I do not, I will not become emotional about the money because it's not my money. Right. And that's why I don't look at it. It allows you to do the right For the record, we do the same thing we teach. Right. That's to be clear. That's so true. That is so true. And we're invested in the same thing we tell our clients to be invested in. And we don't look at our statements. So, no, that is so true. I, you know, I look at the statement once a quarter. Uh-huh. Five minutes. Now, I, and I'll typically, I'll go on just because of the, the fun of it. I'll look at what markets doing, are doing in any given day because it may give me something, a teaching moment. Right. Yeah. But that's, that's all I'm reading. That's the only reason I'm doing it. <laughs> so, as they say, this is probably a little bit of inside baseball in the fiduciary world. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, you know, what? it was maybe, uh, I don't know if it was the first part of this year. Okay. But, you know, we updated our documents. Yeah. And so when a client comes on board, (laughs) we have to disclose this is what we do with our own money. And I'm thinking, and every, I mean, every client that I've said that to, right, you know, here, because they initial, we're doing the same thing. Yeah. They're like, well, I would have thought this is what you're doing. I'm like, we would think you would think this is what we're doing too, but. For some reason, the SEC knows that most people aren't doing that. 
And yeah. I mean, it's just really funny. So we have to, you know. Yes, yes, so true. This is how we invest our funds too. Okay. That's kind of what I thought. <laughs> That's what I would have thought. Well, you know, that was funny because when I was on with Matt, I really didn't hear that segment. But when I was on with Matt, that was one of the things I said is that, you know, the study of the Indiana University USC study uh-huh. about the investment advisors, what they did with their own portfolios. But in that particular case, they were not following academic research. And, and you know, you look at what happened is they were screwing up their portfolios yeah. But it was under the premise, hey, look, you know, uh, we're doing the same thing with our money, Mrs. Jones, as we're doing with yours, and you should be able to rest comfortably. But in that particular case, they were not following yeah. the research like we do. And as a result, what ended up happening is the returns were abysmal. Uh, and then, oh, yeah. uh, then what they did, which I thought was so fascinating, is they looked at the investment advisors' portfolios after they retired. And what they found was that they were doing the same thing even after they had no incentive from a sales standpoint to say, hey, I'm doing the same thing. Yep. You know, so it is funny. But so back to this AI fake images. Uh, so basically what happens is there's smoke coming up from the Pentagon uh, in this image and people are panicking and they're selling and it drives the stock market down. Here's the rest of that clip. That day intraday, it quickly recovered um, because people noticed that the AI image wasn't that good. They, they figured out that it was fake. But this opens up the broader question of, of manipulation of the markets mm-hmm. through the use mm-hmm. of AI. And it could have been easily somebody spoofing an account saying that we've got news that the FDA is going to approve this drug, which could move a biotech stock. It could be various things. Should this, do you think this is on the radar of the SEC? Now, so, you know, he's saying oh, yeah. basically it should be, but, but you now here's the point. You look at it, this isn't new. You guys remember getting faxes in your oh, office yes. on which stocks you ought to buy? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that's what they were doing. They were trying to tell you, oh, this stock, you got to have this one. This is going to be a really good one. Why do they do that? Because they already own it. And if they can pump it, and dump it, as we call it, pump and dump. If they can pump it up and then they dump it after they get you to buy it at a higher price, they've made money. Right. Who doesn't get negatively affected by this? People that don't, that 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 actually abide by the academic research that says markets are efficient and you don't yeah. stock pick and you don't market time. Yep. And the point I made to Matt was, if you look at the research, the most recent research that I remember was the Wall Street Journal looking at how what percentage of portfolios are actively managed. It's like 87%. Remember that study? Mm-hmm. You know, it was something like 87%. Yeah. I saw Almost one that 90. was 90. Yeah. yeah, it was like 90 was another one. And you go, is this the exception? No, it's the rule right. that people engage in this. And most people don't even know it's happening in their portfolios. Right. You know, so they're, they're owning stuff and they go, I'm staying disciplined. I'm not moving. I'm not doing anything. But the investment advisor is a mutual fund manager. Not necessarily. And in that 10% yeah. that don't quote in the studies, yeah. don't fall under active management, yeah. they may be using index kind of products, mm-hmm. but they're still trading those products as if they're actively managing a portfolio. I bet the number is less than 10% of people following yeah. a truly disciplined approach. No, I, I think I think certainly. I think certainly, you know, just when you look at the research, how uh, it, how few people are actually not yeah. engaging in that. Yeah, it's, it'd be abysmally small. Hey, this is Paul Winkler. Hope you enjoyed today's edition of the Investor Coaching Show. If you want to learn more about what we do, go to our website, paulwinkler.com. 
You can watch some of the videos there, and if you're not already a client, you can set up a free initial consultation. Until next time, I'm Paul Winkler, reminding you that I believe that more educated investors are more confident investors, and confident investors are more successful investors. Have a great one. Advisory services offered through Paul Winkler, Inc., PWI, an investment advisor registered in the state of Tennessee. PWI does not provide tax or legal advice. Please consult your tax or legal advisor regarding your particular situation. This information is provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed to be a solicitation for the purchase or sale of any securities.